welcome back to episode two. Episode two of a little podcast we call Royce's Thoughts. We're really excited to be back with you guys today. It is Wednesday, January 13th, and that may not mean anything uh, unless you've been following the sports news today. It is unreal. Uh, but before we get into our podcast, we're going to introduce you to the namesake of this here podcast, Royce. Hello. What it do, man? How we doing? Good. 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 All right. Just for everybody else following along, my name is Dom. I'm the host here, and we're going to check into Royce's brain. Uh, this is a podcast about sports and some other things and really and truly it's so we can just dig into Royce and let us hear those wonderful thoughts that he has so today we're going to get into it we're going to hear a little bit of an opinion about some stuff that happened big today we'll get back to that in a second we'll do a little college football playoff review because you know that happened uh we covered that on the first podcast we're going to talk about the NFL wild card games and the divisional playoffs, and uh, we'll get a little top five going. But first, you know what? Let's not even waste any more time. Let's let's get into the first topic for today. There was a blockbuster trade in the, in the NBA today. What happened? Um, James Harden was traded to the Brooklyn Nets. James Harden was traded to the Brooklyn Nets. Now. For those of all, for those of you who were, you know, like, is that a big deal? Like, is that a big deal, Royce? Yes. So who did James Harden play for? James Harden was a Houston Rocket. Okay. And he was making a little bit of a stink about being a Rocket. Uh, Everybody else had been traded away and then come find out maybe he was the reason people getting traded away and um, came back in a little over, a little out of shape, maybe some people were saying. Uh, maybe he was partying too much during COVID season and looks like he got his wish today. So for those of y'all who don't necessarily follow the NBA as closely as Royce does, here's a little quick stuff on it. The Rockets, they will receive Victor Oladipo, Dante Exum. I can't say Radonis Kirkus. Is that right? Is that how you say his name? Something like that. Okay. Three unprotected Brooklyn Nets first round picks in 22, 24, 26. Four unprotected net pick swaps in 21, 23, 25, and 27. And a 2022 pick from the Milwaukee Bucks. So that's just what the Rockets get. So uh, before we get into the rest of the trade, Royce, tell me tell me your early thoughts on it. I think it was a good trade for the Rockets to get rid of Harden, who was, I personally think, the reason why everyone else got traded because James Harden is a very selfish basketball player on the court. He doesn't, he, he would like to score all of the points for his team. So I like to think. Okay. All right. Also, I mean, there's a host of other, I mean, this, this deal included four teams, the Nets, Pacers, Cavs, and Rockets. Uh, There are a bunch of unhappy players on a lot of different sides. So Victor Oladipo gets out of the Pacers. There were some rumblings about him not being happy in Indy, Indianapolis. Um, You know, but I I feel like him going to the Rockets now next to John Wall and that revamped roster. I mean, what do you think about that? I don't know how 
Victor Oladipo would fit with John and DeMarcus, but I see that DeMarcus Cousins and John Wall fit together very well. They went to Kentucky together. So I would like to see Victor Oladipo be a good fit in Houston. I'll tell you what. I mean, it's kind of crazy because in a year that's been riddled by COVID, right, there's been some postponements. It hasn't really been a lot of talk in the offseason because they had like what a three or four day offseason. So like this is some really some really fun stuff. It kind of makes it feel like NBA started. I mean, there are some other people that are going to the net uh, that are going to the Cavs and stuff. But, you know, honestly, like the one thing that I really want to talk about is you said you like it for the Rockets, right? What about the Nets? Do you like it for the Nets? I mean, the Nets have a great starting lineup but the question is, is if they can cooperate together i want i feel like kd and harden could fit together because they played for the thunder but i would like to see if kyrie and harden get along well because they i just feel like they're completely different people yeah i mean i agree there i mean here's the thing about it for me um first of all kyrie's been out for uh, a few games now uh, finding himself. I know he and Steve Nash might not be um, meshing as well as people thought. But at the end of the day, KD likes to shoot a lot. Kyrie likes to shoot a lot. James Harden likes to shoot a lot. I mean, are there enough shots, like legitimately, in the Northeastern area for those guys to be happy and stay happy in an 82-game basketball season? And I don't even know if they're playing 82 games this year, but they're playing a lot. So is it enough? I don't think so. I think they're all going to fight for shots. And I think it's going to be they're either going to get to the finals or they're going to be a complete bust. Mm. Yeah. See, it's interesting you said that because this roster now looks like one that um, it was put to me today. This is an NBA 2K roster, right? Like they're going to be the most picked team in NBA 2K now. But that doesn't mean they're going to be good in actual real-life basketball. So here's the thing. They don't have a first-round draft pick for, like, a decade now, right? I mean, literally, Remy will be in college by the time they get a first-round draft pick again. So what happens to the franchise if this doesn't work out? You just got to hope that the front office can make some good trades and sign some people in free agency because if – this whole thing collapses like they won't have anything. Okay, so let's go ahead and say over under the Nets. Are they going to win 45 games this year? I think so. Will they make the playoffs? Yeah. 100% playoffs? Eh, like... 80%. See, okay, here's the problem. You're going to make this big trade. There shouldn't be any doubt that they're going to make the playoffs. You should have said that if I said, are you going to make the finals? I mean, Giannis is the only, I feel like Giannis is the only thing stopping them from the finals. Giannis is the only thing stopping them from the finals? Okay. So, I mean, did their roster, so ultimately you'd say the roster got better today? Yes. We'll see. I mean, this is a tough one. This is this is hard for me. I, I'm not a big fan of losing all of your future assets for a guy who is a great scorer, but he's not necessarily proven great teammate. Um, but we'll see. Uh, I think the Nets 
really did it today and nothing else we're talking about them. So I know that was part of the deal. And that's a lot of star power in New York City and not for the Knicks. The poor Knicks. The poor Knicks. The poor Knicks. Okay. All right. So we're going to quickly transition to a little review. So (laughs) on Monday, Alabama and, uh, you know, here's the thing. I don't even remember who Alabama played at this point because I think that Devonta Smith still just scored another touchdown. I mean, he only played a half. Ohio State came in. They were talking a lot of stuff, talking about they the underdog and they, they wanted it. And, you know, we made some predictions on our podcast about some scores. And we both picked Alabama. Um, so Alabama looked amazing. I think that's just, you know, it's not even a question. But Royce, what was your key takeaway from the game? Devontae Smith's first half. I feel like he had a great first half, like three touchdowns. And I feel like that gave Alabama the confidence and the energy to just take that game from Ohio State and just get a W. I mean, he literally had the national championship game record for catches. Um, maybe yards too. I, I can't remember if it was yards in the first half. I think he played one or two snaps in the second half before he probably broke his finger. I'm assuming he broke his finger. Uh, he didn't actually say in the postseason or post game interview, but you know, it, it wasn't close. But one thing I do want to bring up we, we just talked about these scores. Okay. So your score prediction was 42 to 30. Pretty good, Bryce. It's pretty good, right? Yeah. Our score was 52-24, right? But mine, mine was 49-21. to I was six points off, three points the wrong direction on both teams, man. I mean, look, here's the thing. At the end of the day, I really still want a playoff, like an 8-16 to 16 to 24. I really personally want a 2014 playoff. Let's do it with the ball games. Um, I'm sad that college football is over because that means that NFL is going to be over soon. Um, but I was ecstatic that um, we got through college football season. Um, so um, I'll leave you with this one question and then we can transition. Next year, 2021, will Notre Dame be in the ACC? That's a very tough question to answer. I mean, they played their games with the ACC this year. So I think that I feel like it was a good fit. So I think that they will decide to join the ACC next year. Okay. If they do, I think it's a good move for them because the independence hasn't been working out too well for them from a college football playoff standpoint. I mean, they've been getting in like to the old BCS system, but you know, I, I definitely think that them being in the ACC kind of it, it did some stuff. So I'm hoping that you know we can see that too. Um, but as we transition from a team that uh, had a bunch of first rounders on there because we didn't even talk about the rest of the guys on Alabama's offense that may be the best ever, let's talk about some NFL where these guys hope to be playing on Sunday. Uh, you know, later this year, I guess you can say. Um, so we just finished up the newly expanded NFL wildcard round. Six games in two days. Um, give me your favorite game of those six. 
My favorite game of those six, uh, Titans-Ravens. Titans-Ravens? Lamar getting the monkey off the back? Yeah, I feel like it was a close game, like, throughout the whole game. So, I really, like, am happy that Lamar finally got a playoff win, you know? Yeah, it was good to see him uh, show some emotion. I hadn't seen that side of him before. Uh, For those of y'all who don't know, we both live in the Louisville area, so we were blessed to be able to see this man in college uh, before the rest of the world saw him. So, like, we've been – we're huge Lamar fans, and I'm hoping that the Ravens can uh, make it to the Super Bowl this year because that would be awesome. Um, But I have to ask you a question, Royce. You're a Seahawks fan. Yeah. What happened to the Seahawks? Just lack of effort. No one showed up to play. No one, I, no one was prepared. The Rams just came out and had a great game. The, the defense did very well. One of the, if not the best defense in the entire league. Do you think the double like back-to-back opponent, same opponent, has something to do with it? I mean, yeah, maybe the Rams like wanted their revenge on the Seahawks from Week 16. I feel like. They just really wanted to get out there and get and get that game. Yeah, that's fair because uh, the Browns also did the same thing to the Steelers. Now they beat them twice, but the Browns had a first quarter for the ages. And honestly, I'm not a Browns fan, not really a Cleveland fan, but it was really nice to see all those suffering fans, uh, you know, have something to write home about. Um, and their reward for beating the Steelers, the Chiefs. <laughs> So um, here, we're going to go into a quick fire prediction. So I just want you to predict one. So just predict the winner, okay? Uh, Bills, Ravens. Ravens. Browns, Chiefs. Chiefs. Saints, Bucks. Saints. Rams, Packers. Packers. So you're going Packers, Saints to go to the Super Bowl. Ravens, Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Wait, did you say the Bills? Hmm? You didn't say the Bills. You said Ravens, right? Yeah, I said Ravens. All right. That's what I thought. Okay. We'll see. So, we'll, you know, next time we'll check back in on that prediction. All right. So, we're flying through this thing, man. It's already been almost 15 minutes. Uh, So, I want to get to a little segment that we're going to do every time. And in my opinion, this is one of my favorite rankings because, or my favorite segment, because you get a chance to hear from Royce about things that maybe matter to him, maybe don't matter to him. I don't know. Just kidding. Uh, so we taught, we called it the top five list last time, but I kind of like rank them. Yeah. We'll just call it rank them. So we're going to move to the rank them segment. So this time going all the way back to our first topic with James Harden being traded to the Nets. Now he's a member of the three team club, right? So he played for the Oklahoma City Thunder. He played for the Houston Rockets. Now he's in the New Jersey Net. A Brooklyn Net. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, whatever. So he's a Brooklyn Net now, so that means he's played for three teams. So, Royce, I want you to rank your top five NBA players who have played for at least three teams. We're going to start at five. Um, well, how about we start with an honorable mention? Okay. Uh, my honorable mention is Ray Allen. Okay. He's played for four teams. The Bucks, Sonics, Celtics, and Heat. As we know, he hit that shot the end of like at the end of the game against yeah against, the, yeah, against mm-hmm. the Spurs that saved LeBron's career. 
<laughs> as some people will tell you, that saved LeBron's career. It definitely saved that series because the, they ended up coming back and winning Game Seven to win that series. I'm very thankful for Ray Allen. Great, great. Okay, so is that any more honorable mentions? Nope. Okay, all right. So let's get into it. Number five. Uh, number five, we have Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's got an MVP. He's got uh, two rings, I believe, and uh, he's just a scorer. He gets out there, gets buckets, and he does what his what his team needs him to do. Okay, KD number five, number four. Uh, number four, we have Dwayne Wade. He has uh, three rings, I believe. And uh, he was a part of the big three with LeBron himself and Chris Bosh. And Dwayne Wade had a great career with his teams, the uh, Heat, Bulls, and the Cavs. So I, I'm a personal fan of Dwayne Wade. Because he played with LeBron, and I'm a LeBron fan. So, okay, all right. Next, number three. Number three, we have Shaquille O'Neal. He's played with six teams: the Magic, Lakers, Heat, Suns, Cavs, and Celtics. He had a great start to his career with like the Magic, playing with Penny Hardaway. Unfortunately, did not win any rings there. But then he went to the Lakers, won some rings there with Kobe and others. And then he went to the Heat, got a ring with Dwayne Wade, and then uh, he went to the Suns, and he got old, and he then it it just went downhill from there. Okay, that's fair. All right, number two. Number two, we have Wilt Chamberlain, played with three teams: the Warriors, 76ers, and the Lakers. Wilt Chamberlain had a one hundred point game and he is a part of the 30,000 points club mm, okay all right coming in strong at number two so who's better than that at number one LeBron James uh has played with the Cavs Heat and the Lakers he's won three different he's won three championships with three different teams and I'm not being biased here because uh, LeBron is number two in my rankings all time. So, and he's also a part of the 30,000 points club. He's third in scoring behind Carl Malone and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Okay. So top five, KD, D-Wade, Shaq, Wilt Chamberlain, LeBron James. Yes. With an honorable mention going to Ray Allen. Yeah. Okay. So, the only thing that I would even mention to this is like, what about like Robert Oy? Does he get in there? Like Big Shot Bob, he had like 47 championships with 14 different teams. I mean, that's all he did is win championships. I mean, yeah, but like, was he like a top 10 player in the league at one time? I mean, probably not. <laughs> I mean, no, but it depends. It's funny because that's always the age old argument. Rings matter or being the best player matter? Like, I don't know. I don't know. But I actually really like your list there. Um, I, I, I'm curious, though, and maybe we can save this for another top 10 or top five ranking list. But you said LBJ is your second fa- favorite player of all time? Uh, he's my second greatest player of all time. Oh, greatest, greatest. Yeah. Okay. He's your favorite player of all time. Yeah. He's your second greatest. Who's number one? 
Uh, Michael Jordan. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll stop it right there. We're not going into any more on that one. Um, okay. So there it is. Rank them. I like it. I like that title. I like, I really like the feel of rank them. Um, so look, we were done. We knocked this thing out. You know, we really wanted to record tonight so we could talk about this James Harden trade before it gets old. Um, and maybe he gets traded again. Who knows? <laughs> Um, so yeah, we, we hit up the Cosmo playoff. We talked about the NFL wild card and you got your top five players who play for at least three or more teams in the NBA. So that being said, Royce, what any, any other parting words here you want to give? If you're watching this, thank you. That's all I have to say. Just thanks. Just thank you. All right. Yeah. If you're watching this, thank you. Okay, cool. Well, um, until next time, people, this has been installment number two of Versus Thoughts, soon to be anywhere you can find podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever your favorite podcast and listening solution may be. See you next time. <laughs>